Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer Lukut Moran. We are continuing in Torah Zion, Teaching 7, where we are exploring the idea of emuna and how a lack of emuna, faith, is what sends us into Gullus, into the exile. How can we build that? Through prayer, through Eretz Yisrael, through Nisim, through miracles. All of these ideas were beautifully tied together in the previous Shi'urim. We continue now in paragraph Vav, number 6. What Rabbi Nachman is going to do here, as is his custom, he will take the Pasuk that we learned at the very beginning of the Torah and tie it all in, sort of wrap it up and put a beautiful bow right on top and let us know that Pasuk that he started with, what does that have anything to do with the teachings therein? Because it's not so clear quite yet. He's going to bring that together and explain how does that Pasuk connect in the deepest of ways to all of the ideas that we have learned thus far. Ve'ele perush, and this is the explanation of the following verse. Just as a reminder, the verse that we learned at the beginning of the Torah was, Ve'ele hamishpatim asher tasim lifneihem, meaning, and these are the laws that you must place before them. Ve'ele, when the Pasuk says ve'ele, and these, kol makom shne'emar ve'ele, Anywhere that it says, the Pasuk says, Ve'ela and these, Mosif, it's coming to add. Ve'ela means we're adding something. What is it that we're adding? Zebachinus Yosef. This is the concept of Yosef, of Yosef HaTzadik. Why is this the concept of Yosef HaTzadik? Because Yosef means to add. Rachel Imenu, Rachel, when she was naming Yosef, noted the word Lehosif, to add. Not for the scope of now, but in short, she was granted an additional son. This addition was Yosef. Therefore, Yosef has to do with adding. The word ve'ele is Mosif, is adding. Mosif is Yosef, the concept of Yosef HaTzadik. Bechinas, who is the concept of Shmiras Abris. Yosef is totally connected to the concept of guarding the covenant, one's bris. Why is Yosef guarding one's bris? Because of the tremendous tests that Yosef HaTzadik passed with Potiphar's wife, with Asia's Potiphar. Yosef HaTzadik is the archetypical example for someone who is Shomer Esabris, a person who is unbelievably careful with his relationships and thought, speech, and action with someone of the opposite gender. Yosef is the one who sets the bar. And this is one of the reasons why he's referred to as HaTzadik. When going through the list of our unbelievable forefathers and holy foremothers, we have Avram Avinu, Yitzchak Avinu, Sarah Imenu, Moshe Rabbeinu. The only one that we find that screams Hatzadik is Yosef. We regularly refer to Yosef as Yosef Hatzadik, and one of the main reasons is because he was so tremendous in this particular character trait of guarding the covenant of Shmir Sabris. Bechinas Tzitzis, which is all connected to the mitzvah of Tzitzis. We learned about that particular connection in the previous Fushiurim. When the Pasuk says, Hamishpatim, the laws. What's going on here? Zebuchinas Kulo Zera Emes. This is talking about the entirety of the true seed. Kamosha Kasev, like the Pasuk says in Tehillim, Kapitel Yud Tes, Mishpatei Hashem Emes. The laws of Hashem are true. Thus connecting Mishpatim, laws, and Emes, and truth. Shezoichil Atzas Tzadikim, that merits to receive the counsel of Tzadikim. Livchinus emes, which is the concept of truth. Continuing the next part of the Pasik, Asher Tasim Lifnehem, that you will place before them. 
This part of the Pasuk is talking about, on a deeper level, when it is completely bound with truth. What is the it? The it is this justice, mishpatim. And this is the concept of the equation of woman to man. This is because man and woman are the concept of the connection of truth and faith. Some of the commentaries of Lukut Imran bring in the Gemara in Masechus Menachos, commenting on a Pasuk from Yeshaya that says to bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. And the Gemara in Menachos explains that when it says sons, it's talking about those whose minds are clear, and daughters to those who lack a clarity of mind. They're further away. The clarity is not there. And clarity is this concept of truth, of MS. You see so clearly what it is that we're supposed to do. And a lack of clarity is not, God forbid, something negative, but rather the opportunity of faith, of emuna. Emuna is when I don't completely understand something, but I know that I'm all in anyway. I don't currently and won't ever, at least in this world, fully understand all of the ways of Hashem. But I still have faith. That's MS, a lack of clarity. So that's connecting man and woman in the Pusik. And their essential connection, metaphorically and physically and spiritually, and on this, meaning on that connection, both of man and woman coming together, as well as the connection of truth and faith, and that coming together is what the entire redemption is, is dependent upon. This concept of truth and faith connects to the following idea, that it could be that students can learn and not understand. Talmud Lomar, this is to teach us, that it's necessary for us to place them, not the students, the laws and the understanding therein, place it in front of them like a set table. Our, our job as educators, our job as parents, our job as teachers of the next generation and of this generation is to take the concepts for others and for ourselves, frankly, and place them in front of all of us like a set table. It's so clear. Here's the, here's the fork. Here's the knife. Here's the plate. Here's the dessert plate. Here's the napkin. I know exactly what's going on. It's all right in front of me. It's all clear. That clarity is MS, is truth. Now this is the concept of geula, right? When everything is so clear, why did Hashem do this? Why did Hashem do that? How do I run my life? There's an absolute clarity there. That is geula. That in the future, all of the wisdoms of the world, meaning all of Hashem's wisdoms, will be revealed like a set table. Like the Pasuk in Yeshaya says, the whole world will be filled with knowledge. Meaning right now there are big questions, and those questions require faith. Why do bad things happen to good people? Right now, as this is being recorded, our world is suffering this horrendous plague of the coronavirus. Why is this happening? None of us have answers. We can start to dig deep. What we can do is look inside of ourselves to try to figure out how we can grow. What is Hashem trying to teach us and how can we grow and learn and contribute to ourselves, our families, and our communities as best we can? 
But at the end of the day, we really don't have an absolute clarity, and we won't until La'asid, until the future, when Hashem reveals why all of these horrific things are happening. That lack of clarity, the absence of answers, necessitates a level of faith. And in many cases, the greater the absence, the greater level of faith is needed to weather that storm. Now, developing our faith does not happen exclusively surrounding large existential theological questions like why do good things happen to bad people and why do bad things happen to good people. Part of this lesson thus far is teaching us that faith has to do with listening to the words of the righteous, of the tzaddikim, of receiving their language, even when you don't understand. When you go to a teacher and a teacher tells you something and you say, I don't get it and they explain it, and maybe your clarity grows a little bit, but there's still a lack, there's still a distance between your understanding and absolute clarity, but you accept it. Why? Because they are the expert. If we're talking about a doctor, for example, you're not feeling well, God forbid, you go to the doctor, the doctor says, you should take this medication, and you say, that's interesting, why? And he says, well, this will help attack whatever germs are unwanted in your body right now. And even on that base level, the majority of us will just say, okay, thank you, you went to medical school, you did residency, you took all of the time developing your mind and your skill set to know what's right for me, I'm going to have a level of faith and believe you that what you're saying is correct and, what, and is best for me. So too with Rabbeim, when you ask a shayla of a rav, when you go to a rabbi with your questions, whether they're theological questions or halachic questions, questions in Jewish law, and you ask the reasons, and they might begin to tell you, even if we don't fully understand, if we stop and say thank you and we receive that information and implement it as it's supposed to be implemented according to that, that tzaddik, that rabbi, So then our level of faith grows because we're actively saying, I don't have a full understanding of what's happening, but I do know that that person does, and I'm connecting myself to that person, which is this idea of connecting faith with truth. Wishing everyone a beautiful day filled with a lot of faith and opportunities to strengthen our clarity closer and closer to the absolute MS. Have a great day.